0: Today on the Callahan Podcast, Jeff Bezos heads in the space. Brandy Love is kicked out of a conservative convention. The Sports Illustrated swimsuit issue features a transgender model on the cover. And the first of the January 6th insurrectionists is sent to prison. We will discuss that and a whole lot more. Today's Callahan Podcast brought to you by DCU. Do you love your car? But your car payment, no problem. Refinance your car today with DCU, and they can help lower your monthly payment, lower your interest rate, or both. Applying is easy, and their loan experts will help you find the loan term and the payment that fits into your budget. Get out of that high-rate loan and get the interest rate and the payment you deserve from DCU. Learn more and apply today at dcu.org refinance. Insured by NCUA, membership required. All right, Carano's here. Day two. Day two. That's uh, That's a new record. Two days. for for our new producer. Let's do this, Karana. This is the Jerry Callahan Podcast. All right, this is very exciting here, Karana. I'm very excited. It's only a matter of minutes before Jeff Bezos and his brother head up into space. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm a big space guy. I'm pretty excited <laughs> I've heard. About Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I love the fact that Jeff Bezos is heading into space. My only problem is his is why does he have to come back? You know, can he just just stay up there and float around for the rest of eternity? I do have a problem with a couple of things, and uh, maybe you do too. I don't even know your stance on space. If you're one of those space guys, you love space. I'm so a space you- guy, yeah. Are you excited for the big launch of Blue Origin, Jeff Bezos, uh, the second billionaire who will head into space this month? Both of them uh, apparently uh, beating Elon Musk, the, uh, the SpaceX guy, who's always shooting rockets into space. But anyway, Jeff Bezos is headed into space. There are four people in this uh, pilotless aircraft. And I'm looking at their picture right now, and I'm not happy. And I don't think anybody should be happy. There is very little diversity on this, uh, on this voyage. Uh, I don't know if you noticed there is no, there are no people of color. There are no transgender space, uh, astronauts on this. And I am disappointed. Jeff Bezos is the ultimate, uh, super wokester. He owns the Washington post. That's his, the media wing of the, the woke mob. That's his little uh, plaything, And he owns Amazon, obviously, And, uh, they don't, you know, they don't, they don't sell controversial books and, you know, they, they, they are super, super woke. And I, I cannot believe this rocket is going into space with no people of color, no transgender astronauts. Hell, we got a transgender person on the cover of the swims, SI swimsuit issue. And we'll get to that. But no one in Jeff Bezos's rocket.
1: But there is uh, there's diversity of age though. You got an 18 year old kid, and you got an 82 year old woman.
0: He's got an 18 year old from the Netherlands. I don't even know why they picked him. And an 82 year old woman who was in the space program in the 60s, but was denied a chance to go into space because of her gender, and now she's getting the chance. But don't you worry if the thing blows up in you know in what I call that re. <laughs> yeah, close <laughs> up. I mean, this. I mean, the eighty-two-year-old obviously had a good long life, but the eighteen-year-old, I'm sorry if that's if I'm mom or dad, I don't want my kid going up in a space with Jeff Bezos. Uh, but that's uh, happening any moment now, and all the space nerds are excited. And how long was he in? He's going to be in space for like ten minutes.
1: Yeah, not very long at all.
0: And they're just going to float around and like like the Branson, Richard Branson's uh, yep. people did Unfurging. that. I think yeah. Too. They were um, uh, without gravity. What do you call that when you're floating around the spaceship? Yeah. They, they did that gravity. for like three minutes. It was like three minutes. That was it for Richard Branson. And then they came back to Earth, and they all survived, and everyone, all the space nerds were very happy. But uh, they they had their last meal. Jeff Bezos made it made it funny. He joked about having their last meal before heading to space. And there's a big media contingent. I'm sure they're all just they, they, they probably all one way or the other work for Jeff Bezos, True. And they're all there to, to write and talk about what a bold, brave explorer Jeff Bezos is and what a great what a great American. But uh, we will keep an eye on that for our our uh, Facebook and our uh, and our YouTube viewers who are watching live. It's uh, happening in uh, 56 minutes. I'm pretty excited, uh, but um,
1: I really don't care how it goes <laughs> you're not you're you're excited but you're not excited no i think it's cool i think uh i think in the in this regard elon musk is right that that humanity is fragile being on one planet and um so establishing another colony on mars is a good idea uh, long term yeah
0: it, oh, i'm sure that's gonna happen like a week from tuesday we're gonna start a colony on mars this is just an ego trip
1: there's No, 20 years this has
0: nothing to do with establishing a colony on mars there's plenty <laughs> of room on this planet. Um, Bezos uh, is just uh, one of these billionaires and Branson and Elon Musk. And, you know, they're bored. But Bezos is building a five hundred million dollar yacht, uh, the biggest yacht in the world. Uh, I'm sure it'll have a massive carbon footprint, but they'll probably be like a windmill on it or some kind of composting station. They'll say, look, it's green. He's concerned about the environment. It has a tender boat that has A helicopter landing pad, not just the yacht, but the tender boat also has a helicopter. It's like a clown's yacht. And and Paul Allen is not in Bezos' league anymore, you know, financially, but he has a submarine on his yacht. So he can drop down, cruise around in a submarine. These guys are running out of things to do, to buy, to keep their, you know, to
1: keep their interest and exciting. I think that's super unfair. I, I honestly, I think that's unfair. I think part of that is they want the adventure, but I also think I do believe that Elon believes that the earth is fragile. You've seen earth get to extinguished or uh, life from uh, earth has been extinguished a few times in the history of the planet. And, you know, for humanity earth, uh, to earth. keep going and survive another comet, we need another planet.
0: Uh, so earth is fragile and you're going to build a $500 million yacht that will just, uh, that's I'm talking about Musk, Musk, yeah, you know, he's. I mean, oh, well, that's true. He invented the Tesla, so we can't. Or he, he whatever, he produced the Tesla, <laughs> so we can't knock Musk. I mean, I like Musk. Musk is uh, as a, is a, is a kind of a, kind of a, you know, uh, rabble rouser. He's always stirring yes, things yes. up, and I like that.
1: I can't. I can't. He's
0: you know, just a little, a little dangerous.
1: I can't wait. Nerve. Good. I can't wait to spend my last few days on uh, of my life on Mars. I think that'll be a good way to end it. Oh,
0: good. Yeah, that, yeah. Good. Good way to end your life. Go to well, Mars. I mean,
1: when I'm 95 years old, I got nothing left. I'll go see the Red Planet and yeah. die there peacefully. Have you been to Hawaii? No, not yet.
0: So don't, wouldn't you rather just go to Hawaii? Wouldn't well, that be a better adventure than going to Mars?
1: I think I'll do both. I'll go to You're Hawaii and Mars.
0: You're a surfer. Wouldn't you rather go to Australia than go to Mars? There's no surfing on Mars.
1: Yeah, but I can visit these places. And uh, I'm saying, when I'm past the point of being able to surf, when I'm an old, fragile man, that's- 95 years old, I'll die peacefully on Mars.
0: I, I, I have to say, you're you're a smart guy. You seem to have your stuff together. But you're you're not a kid. You're not a kid anymore. You're in your 40s, and you're going to surf camp with your with Start your wife camp. That's that's what you do when you're
1: 18 or even 13. Right. Or I and wanted I think, to have a little bit of an adventure when I was away. I didn't want to just sit around reading a book for a week. That's not that adventurous. Going to the beach
0: in New Jersey—that's not that adventurous. <laughs>
1: well, I'm I was surfing though, not just not just on the
0: beach, but no, actually- you went to you went to New Jersey and you played mini golf and you ate ice cream. That's not, <laughs> uh, it's not that adventurous. You well, what,
1: adventure. what do you do for adventure? I
0: didn't say I, I don't want to go to space. I hate space. I like going to the no. beach. You know, I like I like going to the beach. I like playing golf. I like. Uh, uh, and not mini golf, regular golf. And, and, and I like traditional summer fun. I love summer. I don't want to go to Mars. I don't even want to go to, you know, right in the summer like go to Montana. I have a couple of friends that go to Montana this summer. I'm like, why don't you just go to Maine or New Hampshire? And you know, what's my well, Montana has, they have bears there or they have like mountain goats. And I'm like, yeah, <laughs> so <laughs> I mean, I, you know, I, I wouldn't mind seeing the world at some point, not the whole world. I don't want to go to China. I don't want to you go. You do I want to
1: adventure. adventure. You do want I
0: adventure. I, but but I'd like to someday go to Hawaii. I have been to Hawaii. I'd like to someday go to Australia, yeah. you know, go to the beaches there, see what it's like. But I don't want to sit in a plane for 24 hours, especially now with a mask on. I no, definitely course don't want to do that. No. Uh, but uh, and those and those, by the way, those lawmakers lawmakers, those those weasels from Texas that ran to D.C. to stop the voting. I.D. law. They ruined it for everyone. I mean, they're not going to let people on planes without masks for years because of those snakes. They, they they ruined it. There's five of them who've tested positive. They, they probably spread the disease to the vice president, Chuck Schumer. I mean, yeah. everybody else they met with. Liz Warren called them freedom fighters. Uh, they probably infected her, too. But no one's going to be allowed on a plane without a mask for the rest of my life. I'm telling you. And by the way, is Bezos we haven't seen? Is he masked up? On the spaceship, he better be.
1: I doubt it. There's just four of them on there. They don't need masks. But that's this is not. a real insurrection. Actually, the the January sixth, uh, not the January sixth guy. The uh, the, the Dems running from their for their lives in Texas. That's a real insurrection. Spreading COVID throughout uh, the that's government. A good,
0: that's a good point. They did. They took they took COVID from Texas, brought it. That's how these things, you know, get out of control. That's a, they took it. To D.C. Spread it. They rushed Kamala Harris to uh, to Walter Reed for testing. And by the way, they said she tested negative, but does it if you're with someone and you get tested five minutes later, does it show up? I mean, doesn't it take some time to incubate? I think so. The antibodies, yeah. I'm 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 no Dr. Fauci here, but takes you don't just test positive the minute you interact with someone. So she interacts with these 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 frauds from Texas. And then we find out that they're all you know, positive for coronavirus because they flew on an, an airplane without masks. They didn't take the precautions. They were reckless. They were dangerous. They were trying to kill people, um, kind of like John Kerry. Every time he flies, he tries to kill people. No one seems to mind because, you know, he's John Kerry. He's busy saving the earth. But then they meet with all these important people. And now we're waiting. Are we not just waiting to find out if Kamala Harris and Chuck Schumer and Liz Warren are affected? Isn't that how that works?
1: Yeah, it
0: is. Wow. Yeah. That, that's going to be a wild story. If they passed the virus on to the 47th president, Kamala Harris, uh, while they were uh, you know, partying and being honored and being fawned over by the uh, beautiful people in D.C., that is going to be wild. The only way the Bezos story is wild is if something happens. Hell, this isn't even the first billionaire to do it this month. What's the big deal? Unless something goes wrong, what's the big deal? It's not- I, think
1: the, I think the more we do it, the better. The more that it happens, the, the, the safer it becomes.
0: Uh, what becomes just billionaires taking a joyride? <laughs>
1: no, I mean the cost of space travel has gone down exponentially since uh, Elon Musk started uh, SpaceX. It really has. And, I mean, that's I why NASA that hires to do the do rockets.
0: And I like the fact that we don't have to spend taxpayer money. Totally. Uh, although Jeff Bezos probably gets more tax breaks than anyone in the world history of the world, but true. I I I. You know, I liked a lot of things Trump did. I didn't care about Space Force. I know he'd dec- talk about Space Force. It meant nothing to me. I, I don't think when you have real problems here on Earth, like you know the problems at the southern border and the you know the problems, uh, I mean you name it. This the the, the the inflation coming, the 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 budget deficits. You don't sit there and say, let's throw another billion at the space program because maybe someday we'll colonize Mars. Yeah, no I, argument I, for me there. Do, no that do that another day or let the private sector do it, which is apparently what we're doing. So, yes, I'm not a big Bezos fan, but I commend him. Use your own money if you want to play. Play out in space. Use your own money. Get your other billionaire, trillionaire friends to kick in and have a good time. Let us know how it goes. And, and then they're going to start selling flights, right? Like 200,000, you can go up in space and selling flights to other billionaires who are bored here on Earth. Good luck. Have fun. No problem with what you do with your free time. Uh, uh, go nuts up there. It's kind of like every other story. Uh, I mean, this this is uh, this is freedom. This is America. You want to spend your money and go to space? Go to space. Just don't rely on the government. We all agree on that, Mister yeah. Libertarian.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Privatize everything. Uh, yeah, I don't, I don't need I don't yes. need uh, funding for space from the government. No.
0: And 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 but but we'll give you we'll keep you updated. He's only he's going up in uh, whatever it is forty something minutes. Uh, kind of and and you know what the libertarian me the libertarian in me is winning the, the 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 internal battle. I'm struggling with this brandy love story. I have to be honest with you, Carano. Um, brandy love, as we talked about yesterday, it kind of went it went viral. It became a huge story, which is the problem. If you're Turning Point USA. A conservative organization for young people, college kids, high school kids. They say you made a decision to make this um, to 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 make this go viral, to make this a bigger deal than it was. They made a decision, a moral decision. They're right. Uh, I mean, obviously, it's a private organization; they can do what they want. But then on Saturday night, when Brandy Love showed up, bought her own ticket, a VIP ticket, which cost like five hundred dollars. She wanted to hear Charlie Kirk speak and Dan Dan Bongino speak and 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 maybe Ron DeSantis the next day. Uh, she's a big fan, a big conservative, huge you know Bongino and and DeSantis fans. So she buys a ticket. She did tweet and kind of give it up, give herself. Well, she wasn't going under the radar. She was tweeting she to her he <laughs> thousand followers yes. the video, but she goes to the event. She doesn't. You know, hand out DVDs of her finest work. She does not. She does not. You know, take her clothes off and perform. She just goes to watch and listen to conservative speakers because she's a genuine conservative. Now, uh, they they make the call. I assume Charlie Kirk makes the call that he doesn't want her there. He doesn't approve of her of of her uh, vocation and wants her out and has her removed and refunds her money. This sparked a debate among you know, right-wingers, people like me, and I I defend her. Here, here's my take, and it's simple. We talked about it yesterday. It's simple. Yeah. If she's just going there to watch and listen, what's the big deal? You don't have to even know. You don't have to uh, – uh, it, it doesn't matter what she does for a living unless she's a criminal. As I said yesterday, if it's Hunter Biden, if it's a stone-cold criminal – then you can say we don't want your kind here. But sh- what she's doing is legal. She's doing adult films, which I understand. They're not for everybody. I don't want my you know my kids watching Brandy Love's Greatest Hits. It's for adults, consenting adults. And um, I bet you that some of the people, and and you know this is true, some of the people who wanted her out, whether it's Charlie Kirk or what the rest of his, you know his board or his, the people in uh, in charge of Turning Point, are probably quietly, in their own private time, big fans. Big fans of Brandy Love. But they wanted to take the moral high ground, and they said, get her out of there, and they kicked her out.
1: That's such a, that's day- the it's such a lie. It's because you know... Uh, he- what do you get like 80 percent of the audience watches porn, or 50 percent of the audience watches porn. You gotta, you if there's a yeah, few the people there, you gotta expect that some of them have only fans, some of them have posed nude before. It's such as it's so dumb. I know, yeah, I, also, I, agree with private organization can do what you want, but they just made a huge story out of this, and this is a big tent thing. They should have let her stay, you
0: know. And and I know, I mean, you're talking about you're not talking about a stunt, you know, when you see. Right. things people showing up at these events whether it's CPAC or a Republican convention it oftentimes it's stunts and it's people who don't you know believe a word of, of you know, they're not like-minded conservatives they're there to stir things up uh, and she I guess by her own presence stirs things up you know because of who she is but if you follow her on Twitter and you know I I, I have to because she's a um, outspoken conservative, and as um somebody wrote, there was a couple. You know, Matt Walsh, the the uh, Daily Wire guy, was you know pretty passionate uh, in in support of the decision to kick her out. And others took the other side. I'm going to go with you on this one, Karana. I'm going to go with the libertarian and say, There you go. Unless she's unless she's promoting porn, unless she's promoting her job, her movies why do you care if she just sits there and smiles she's a happy warrior she's always tweeting you know positive things about this younger uh, I mean she's she's no kid she's 48 years old but she is a fan of this group of these people of Charlie Kirk of Dan bongino and she went there to listen to them to watch them speak and she paid you know paid for her ticket showed up I mean she's She's, again she gets some video of her walking in and a video of the whole event. but what's wrong with that? Do you really think she's gonna convince, she's gonna win like some converts to porn like she's gonna uh, 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 influence these 18 year old female conservatives to you know suddenly get into porn? I mean, do you know what every single person who attends your event does for a living? Charlie Kirk? Do you do you vet them that closely? where you say everybody who buys a ticket, you know, do you do honest work? <laughs> do you right. do uh, and and again, she's not dealing drugs. You know, she's not uh, uh, you know bilking people out of their money. She's just doing doing adult films. That's what she does. And I think you know maybe you know maybe Matt Walsh or maybe Charlie Kirk is not hypocritical. Maybe they don't watch her movies. they maybe they don't watch any porn. Maybe they're genuinely morally opposed to it. But can't you separate it and just say, I don't like what she does, but she paid her money. She's cheering. She's having a good time. She's promoting these guys and, and their ideas. She's expanding the tent, you know, the base. She's We got a big tent. And uh, I mean, if you're going to, uh, I'm sure most of her fans, big fans, are libertarian in some way. Maybe they're, they're, they're big conservatives, but they certainly believe in the freedom to do what she does. And I'm sure maybe there are maybe there's some people there that think it should be illegal, you know, outlawed. I think that's sort of what Matt Walsh
1: believes. Maybe, yeah, maybe that's what he believes. But I, I think like that's what's missing in the conservative movement is the live and let live streak that used to be there. And and now that that's gone, a lot of the live and let live people have gone over to the Democrat side. And, I,
0: and I, it's not gone. It's not gone.
1: I don't not think it's everybody, gone. but for people like Matt Walsh, that's really disappointing that he that he feels that way.
0: But I, but I think it's genuine and you know, I think I, I've heard him, you know, he believes and, and I'll tell you why I think there is, uh, I, 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 that's not crazy to say, I, I don't think porn should be illegal. That's nuts. These are consenting adults doing the most natural thing in the world, but yeah, it is much, much too easily accessible. Every 13 year old boy can grab his phone or his iPad and watch the most hardcore uh, you know gangbang scenes and you know you name it they they could see it there's no uh, governors in place uh, obviously there's there're only fans things you have to sign up for things you have to subscribe to but if you just want to look at the free stuff it's all there i mean it's all there and there really isn't any controlling it unless you, know, you as a parent don't let your kid have a phone which is hard to do it's if you've ever you know been a parent you know that's not easy to do when the, when your kid is 14 15 16 and all their other kids and you could say you're not allowed to go on that website you're not allowed to use that computer but you can only do so much to stop your kid from seeing the most hardcore stuff but that is right out off there.
1: That's a trade-off with freedom. Freedom comes. Freedom only works if, if people take responsibility for their own actions and the okay. actions of their family and kids. It doesn't work otherwise.
0: Hey, okay, so you tell me now. Tell me how to stop a thirteen-year-old boy. That's easy.
1: From I mean, on. mean, yeah, so, yeah. So there are. You can put. Um, you can put breaks on uh, on content delivery for your kids. I mean, there are computers. There are phones. You can, even at the modem itself, you can do it. There are parent control. Um, techniques that you can use. Uh, Do you think how
0: easy it would be to be? So you put the controls on his phone, and then he goes to his friend's house, or you go out yeah. and he gets on your computer.
1: I mean, yeah. I would also, I would also talk to my kids and say, "Hey, listen, this is this is this is kind of this is kind of uncomfortable, really adult stuff." I would have the same conversation with them about violence on on TV as well, but I would rather them watch that than a bunch of people getting slaughtered uh, on on. TV. And,
0: uh, well, I mean, neither neither is good. True. But- things they can learn, you know, on, on, on new porn or on uh, uh porn are, and, and if you said you had to be 18 to, to, to watch that, to, I mean, and there was genuinely a way to, uh, to make sure, you know, 14 year olds were not watching everything on new porn. I would say I'm all for that. And, and, and I understand it's the parents job, first and foremost, sure. but you can't, as you point I mean, if it was, if it was child pornography, what would you say if they if they could access, you know, a, a guy with a twelve year old girl or you know, a, a, you know, a bunch of uh, sex slaves, kids, whatever? You'd say, oh no, they can't see that. I'd say, of course they can't. How do you stop it? You know, you you regulate it. So you regulate it to the point where, I, I don't know how, and and it probably will never happen. And to me, it's it's it doesn't matter anymore. My my son's old enough; he's he can make his own call on this, but. It is hard for a parent of a 13 year old boy, and a girl, of course, as well. But I, I think mostly boys sitting there going, "Holy crap! He's watching. He, he clicked, you know, a couple of buttons, and boom, he gets to watch this scene, this video. It's 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 it should be harder. That's all I'm going to say. It should be harder for children to access the most uh, uh, hardcore stuff there is out there. So I agree with that. Back to Brandy. Why, why bother? Why make a deal, big deal out of it? Why make it a story? Just let her watch, let her listen, let her have a good time. If she violates your your rules about uh, videotaping things, sending them out when you don't want her to do that, and and then you then you can have a reason to, to to boot her out of there. But if she's just sitting there because she's a big fan of of you guys, of of Charlie Kirk, of of, of Bongino, of DeSantis, let her. Let her enjoy herself. Let her pay her money. And it, it, I think, I thought it was a good look. To be honest with you, it's like, look, we're not just stodgy, you know, uh, uh, moralizing conservatives. We have this this woman and her eight hundred and twenty-six thousand followers on Twitter who are paying attention to this big event in Florida on a summer weekend. Uh, when you kick her out, I mean, I think it's fair to say that all eight hundred thousand of the followers. We're like what are they doing to brandy oh yeah they, they you you upset you pissed off a lot of people and i'm not sure you um and i'm not sure you have, have nearly as much support for kicking her out as as you do people who are not not happy with uh tp turning point tp usa but um we'll see she's uh she's enjoying her time as uh as a rebel here as a pariah in the conservative movement. And she'll take advantage of it. And she'll probably have you know a million followers by, by next week, but uh, we'll see how, how, uh, how the debate goes. It became a pretty, you, you must have pretty passionate debate from both sides on whether Brandy belongs there, whether, I mean, if she didn't tell anybody or tweet about it, or maybe she, I don't know, wore a hat and you didn't see the long blonde hair. What did it, what if it, would it have been a story at all if no. she just sat there and watched and listened and then maybe tweeted after it was over? You wouldn't have thought of anything of it. People would have laughed and said, hey, a famous porn star, Brandy Love, Tracy, what's her name, Gil Lover or something, her real name. Uh, she was there. Oh, yeah, good. Let's move on. It wouldn't have been a big deal. They made it a big deal, and they made it. They played right into her hands by kicking her out, and they and they. and I don't think libertarians like you carano say i'm that's it i'm done i'm voting for kamala harris because they kicked brandy love out it's just not a good look to say we don't want you here because we don't approve of your lifestyle but anyway yeah you want to hear how i can uh, transition to our next story here i'd love to the other thing porn the easy access to porn for kids for teenage boys has done as and i've said this you know for a few years now I see the SI swimsuit issue and I say, that doesn't really have a purpose anymore. It used to be 16-year-old boys brought it up to their bedroom and, you know, they were allowed to have it. And they, you know, they had their fun with their with Elle McPherson or, uh, you know, whoever, uh, uh, I don't know, Giselle Bündchen or whoever was on the cover or in the magazine. It was just gorgeous women in really skimpy bikinis. Uh, a couple of articles, but mostly it was just... I don't know, soft porn for children, for boys. And guys, adults look at it and say, wow, she's hot. It has transitioned (laughs) into the biggest pile of of woke garbage uh, you've ever seen. And I can't believe Sports Illustrated, I, I, I said this a few weeks ago, I've been a subscriber for 40 years. I worked there for a while, so I got a free subscription for a while, but it's been showing up in the mail at my house for 40 years. This month, July 2021, I'm done. And it's not because of this issue, uh, although I'm not sure I'm going to get the issue because I am uh, letting my subscription lapse and I think it comes out this week. I don't even I hopefully I get it. But anyway, um last a couple of weeks ago they had an issue where they scolded you for not supporting the WNBA, the headline was, you know, why aren't you watching the WNBA? And it's like, what? I mean, because I don't want to watch. And then the next week, the cover was gamers, video game players. There you go. The cover of Sports Illustrated. I'm like, who are they writing for? Who are they? It was just one. Uh, and that, I wouldn't say that was woke garbage, but most of it is woke garbage that they just every week they try to say, how can we be more, you know, PC than last week? That's the way it's gone for SI. They've, uh, you know, they've they'll they'll tell you how wonderful Kaepernick is, and I mean, it's just the usual stuff, kind of like ESPN. But in this case, they I don't say they went they they just went to the to the ultimate extreme of of uh, celebrating diversity. Their their magazine, their a uh, swimsuit issue, which comes out this week, I believe, will feature. This year, Matt Carano, I know you're excited about this. It will feature a transgender model, a curve model, a plus-size model, and a pregnant model. Um, they have a bunch of, as my old partner John Dennis used to say, a bunch of zoftic women, a bunch of large, big-boned women, plus-size models. And they're celebrating the... They're, what's the opposite of fat shaming? Fat celebrating? They're sure. fat celebrating. And you're not allowed to question it. You're not allowed to mock it. I mean, you can if you're just, I mean, in the media. And 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 this is one of those topics that I want to do because I know I couldn't do on the radio. I couldn't write a column about it. I mean, 20, 30 years ago you could, but you're not allowed to anymore. You're not allowed to mock SI, for putting a biological male, transgender female on the cover. Uh, And I gotta be honest, her name is Lena Bloom. Yeah. Lena Bloom is not that attractive. I mean, she looks female and she has a large, a large chest, but she's, if she weren't transgender, she wouldn't be on the cover. (laughs) um, The, the, and, and as soon as you or I tweet about it, as soon as you say anything like, boy, this is this is nuts putting a transgender and a fat. A, a, I don't know. What is the politically correct term for fats, fatto, fatties?
1: I mean, not know, large, obese, plus
0: large, large women and, and saying, isn't this wonderful, which is an odd thing to do when we just went through a pandemic that killed obese people to then celebrate obese people. On the cover of magazine, but or in a magazine, but there are three covers. One is Megan the Stallion, who is, you know, checks a couple of those boxes. She's a very large woman. One is uh, Naomi Osaka, who just wants to be left alone, the tennis player, the introvert who can't handle the media. And since she pulled out of, whatever she pulled out of the uh, the Wimbledon or was it the French Open? I think it was the French Open because she doesn't want to deal with the media. She has made a deal for a reality show. She has um, put out a Barbie doll, like, a, like an Osaka Barbie doll. And she is now on the cover of the SI swimsuit issue. This is a woman... Who can't? Who won't play in tournaments if they require her to answer a few uh, uh, basic questions from the media? She can't handle that. Creates too much anxiety. But she can be on the cover of the swimsuit issue, barely clothed, and she can make her own reality show. So there's a little. Uh, there's some questions I have for her. But again, you're not allowed to question any of this. I've done it. You question Sports Illustrated putting a biological man transgender female in a bikini on the cover on the beach. And if you say, boy, they, I remember when they just had, you know, beautiful women, people are like, oh, you transphobe, you bigot, you dinosaur, you Neanderthal, because you don't think their target audience, which again is mostly 16 year old boys, but it's it's males who like to look at gorgeous women. If you think that that's kind of missing the mark when they put this, this person on the cover and they put, These large, large women in the magazine, you say that's that's going bending over backwards to celebrate diversity and inclusion when guys just want hot chicks.
1: Well, I wonder if if no one's buying the Sports Illustrated anymore, that that demographic of young males are not buying this anymore, because to your point earlier, they can (laughs) if they want porn, they can certainly reach it uh, in other ways. Or if they want sports news, they can reach it on Twitter you know all day all night so i wonder if if that demo demo's fading anyway and they're trying to break new ground in other demographics
0: i don't think they're trying to sell i honestly think there are some places time magazines another example it's dying people aren't buying it and they don't care these are hard core ideologues and they're there to advance an agenda they're there to change the change the face of of this country and this this industry and they're more concerned with the the uh, the woke uh agenda they the, they're more concerned with uh putting throwing this in your face whether it's the the large women the transgender woman, the the you know people of color whatever they're more concerned with that than they are with the the target demo there you wouldn't believe how bad the numbers are the circulation when i worked there it was over 3 million 3 million a week hmm. who bought sports illustrated i believe it's under 200,000 now, maybe under a hundred thousand. It's just dying fast. And again, like time magazine or like Atlantic magazine, they don't care. The people working there are young and they are committed, and they are leftists, and they are, and, and they are. Uh, their goal is to change the world. See, I would, not sell magazines.
1: I wouldn't believe that uh, that companies would would go woke over like way over profits. But I mean, you have that experience with EEI. That's exactly what they did with uh, with you on the air as well. Companies are willing to blow up, you know, their entire profits um, just to simply satisfy a woke mob.
0: And and in and the transgender issue is the best example because it's. I mean, you're you are you're talking less than one-tenth of one percent of the public, probably. I don't have the exact number, but it's a very, very small minority. And not only do they feature them in, you know, like uh, ESPN made Caitlyn Jenner, they gave her the Courage Award a couple of years ago, the Courage Award. And as I pointed out at the time, like, uh, there was a, a disabled veteran Noah Galloway. I, I joked that he finished second. You know, this guy who lost three limbs and just was an amazing example it was on the cover of uh, of uh, Men's Health or or Pete Frady's, You know, who was raising millions for ALS, a, a, a former athlete. Um, shove him aside. Let's honor Caitlyn Jenner, who did nothing, nothing that wasn't self-serving. She, she she wasn't known for doing any charity work or helping, mentoring young kids. In fact, less than a year before they gave her the Courage Award, she killed someone on the highways of California and showed very little remorse. But these people are so woke and so determined to advance, to promote their agenda. They don't care. They don't care that Caitlyn Jenner didn't do anything courageous. They just know she transitioned, and they want to throw that in your face that's what they're doing here, and you had better be careful when you talk about this issue. Trust me, they are a very small but very powerful and and uh, uh, effective uh, minority. They will come after you. You've you you and I have talked about Abigail Schreier, the author. No 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 conservative. I mean, she just wrote about uh, this craze among young girls. The numbers uh, back it up. The number of young girls who are transitioning and, and and the number of people in the medical field who are helping them, you know, 13, 14 year old girls who want to be boys. She wrote about it. It's a very, you know, it's interesting book and eye opening and they want it banned. They don't want to debate it. They don't want to discuss it. They want to ban it. And of course, people like Jeff Bezos, they're all in. They'll ban it. They don't want more speech. They don't want debate. They don't want information. They want it banned, and they want you to sit down and shut up. No more than that. They want you to sit down. They want you to stand up and applaud. If you don't do that, if you don't say this is wonderful, that Lena Bloom is on the cover of Sports Illustrated, a biological male, now uh, transgender female, if you don't applaud it, if you don't say that's wonderful, that's progress, they will come for you. They will come after you, and they will try to get you canceled. They'll try to, uh, you know, remove your book from the the shelves or from the stores, and they will, uh, you know, uh, come after your advertisers. They will try to destroy you if you don't stand up and applaud. If you spend one minute saying, "Who the hell is this magazine for? Who's the? Who are they?" Try-? I mean, do you know, I mean, I'm sure you have known young guys who. You know, thought the swimsuit issue was cool. Oh, great, hot chicks. Look at, you know, Giselle. And now they're going to pick it up and say, there's a transgender individual on the cover, and they're supposed to get some 16 year old boy is supposed to get excited about that. Maybe yeah, some it's, not of them that. Do that. it's not for them anymore. It's not for them. Right. It's for, not for them. It's for, you know, the, the same in, in the little woke echo chamber in New York City, in, in DC, in LA, uh, San Francisco. It's for these radicals. Who want to change the world? They want to change. They want to fundamentally transform the country. And again, I flipped through the 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 New York Post has a little rundown of all the models, uh, and some of them are spectacular, as always, and they're you know old school, thin, beautiful models. But others are you know they look like uh, you know uh, you know Vince Wilfork, and uh, you say, okay, that's that's, I'm not going to say that's beautiful. I'm not going to say, especially again, it's not healthy. It's not healthy to say this woman weighs 250 pounds. Isn't it great to see her on the beach in a bikini? Um, maybe some people are into that. There's something for everyone. There's there's chubby chasers out there, but it's not a healthy look. And it's not, a most guys, 99% of guys would rather see uh, you know, whoever sees you know, a, 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 old style supermodel on there than see a you know what's the 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 big woman from this is us who's the big celebrity What do you know her name
1: no no idea so, I don't uh, I don't I don't watch that
0: I don't either but I, I know people I know who's on TV shows and stuff like that I read I read up you know read yeah, you do read yes yes uh, but anyway uh, Chrissy we'll see, how, we'll see how it does can we hear from I, want, I know you have some sound I want to hear from the newest this groundbreaker, this this pioneer, not the 82-year-old woman who's about to go into space in 24 minutes. We're talking about Lena Bloom, the first transgender cover mo- model on uh, for SI Swimsuit Issue. It's a good thing she made it in this year because I'm not sure how many more years SI is going to be able to do this if this is their mm. current approach. But can we hear from Lena?
1: Yeah. Um, it was, um, I think they... Started doing like interviews looking for talent like two years before I came in a year into the project before it started taping. What's she talking about? She's talking about uh, this is an old clip from uh, June. I couldn't get anything recent about the SI stuff, but her, another project that she's working on.
0: She says uh, on Instagram after they chose her for the cover, she says, This moment heals a lot of pain in the world. We deserve this moment. We have waited millions of years to show up as survivors and be seen as full humans filled with wonder. Wonder. It's a long Instagram post. I have, I have dreams. I have dreamt a million beautiful dreams, but for girls like me, most dreams are just fanciful hopes in a world that often erases and omits our history and even existence. This moment is so powerful because it allows me to live forever, even after my physical form is gone. Not a lot of people get to live in the future. So at this moment, I'm proudly choosing to live forever. <laughs> okay, she's uh, she's strange. She's weird. Yeah. Uh, but this is uh, the moment she lives forever. I guess she does. She makes history. It's a provocative thing. People are going to talk about it. Maybe that was SI's goal. But I'm not sure... Uh, Uh, this is what their their readers there's not many readers left or subscribers left, but I'm not sure this is what they wanted but it is amazing to me, Carano you watch, you're new to this you watch, I don't know talk shows, podcasts Sunday morning, you know, political shows uh, you know, the Fox News shows, the the Greg Gutfelds I mean it would seem to be a pretty interesting topic on a slow day they have a transgender person they, I'd be surprised if they touch it because they're not, and I'm not blaming them. I've lived through it. It, they, these people will ruin or they will try to ruin your life. If you question, if you say, this is kind of strange that they have all these gorgeous women to choose from and they choose a transgender model when they know that not everybody would be, uh, excited about that and not all their readers, not all their customers, they do it anyway. That would seem to me to be a pretty interesting topic on a talk show. You watch, they will barely touch it if if they mention it at all. That's the success, the great victory of the super woke crowd that really makes this, and, and this is the most important issue for a lot of them. They've already won, you're not allowed. They don't allow a dissenting word. They're kind of like the Biden administration. You say one word that they don't like, they will crush you. And they, they're a small minority, but a powerful minority. You watch as, as this plays out over the next uh, uh, few days or weeks. Uh, but congratulations to all of them. Megan the Stallion. And someone has to tell her she spells the wrong. You got to really, someone has to point that out to her. Uh, Naomi Osaka. I'm sure this is going to help her stage fright, her anxiety. She's now the cover girl in a bikini on uh, SI and Le- Lena Bloom. Um, I'm not sure the pregnant one's name or any of the plus size women's names, but you can see them and you don't have to buy the magazine. You could just uh, Google it, but uh, that, uh, that's going to be interesting to see what they're going to do next year.
1: What do they do next year? How do you top this? Can't top it. I think they're at the, the zenith, the pinnacle. <laughs> You can't do it again, though. That would be boring to
0: just have another transgender model. So you have to, maybe we will have one of the big girls next year. Uh, or maybe it'll be, I don't know. The, that's the other, SI, SI's latest, I think the latest issue, it's about disabled athletes, like disabled, like Paralympians. And there's someone with, uh, you know, a prosthetic leg. There's a blind runner. And I think that's wonderful. I think that, that, that that's great for you know disabled people these are these are heroes and these are inspirational people but that's not what si used to be i mean they used to try to sell magazines they used to try to you know make news and 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 and, and tell stories that everybody was interested in it's wonderful that you have these disabled athletes in the paralympics but that's you know they're not you know the they're not generally the big story of the week. You know what I mean? They're not. If you go to the Olympics, there's some big stories. These disabled athletes are great stories, and you want them in the magazine. But it just seems like everything they do is pandering to some group or some special interest, and that can't be a good business model. But anyway, all right, let's get to uh, the January
1: sixth. Do you want to? Uh, do you want to hit Shea before we do that? Let
0: me hit Shea, and then we'll tell you about the first. The first shoe to fall, the first January 6th insurrectionists to get sent up the river to the big house. But first, let me tell you about Shea. Let me tell you what Shea can do for you. Did you know that Shea Concrete is the largest manufacturer of recon retaining all systems in North America? Well, you do now. In fact, in 2020, Shea set a new company record when they manufactured 178,000. Square feet of retaining wall. This is a testament to Shea's legendary teamwork from engineering to manufacturing to dispatch and delivery. It's the guys that Shea like to say. Teamwork makes the teamwork. They do. I've been around them when they say that. Shea Concrete's high-performing precast concrete retaining walls stand up to New England's active climate and come in a wide variety of shapes designs, and textures to meet your retaining wall needs. So whether you need a residential, a commercial, or an industrial application, Shea has a dedicated team that will assist you with conceptual design, site walks, and installation. Let Shea show you the way. Call Shea Concrete at 800-696-SHEA. That's 800-696-SHEA. Or just log on to SheaConcrete.com.
1: Pluto TV is playing the biggest movies every night this summer for free. Watch hit movies like The Hunger Games, The Matrix, Pain and Gain, G.I. Joe, Retaliation, Scary Movie, Runaway Bride, and more all summer long. Check out the biggest stars like The Rock, Keanu Reeves, Jennifer Lawrence, Tom Cruise, Julia Roberts, Arnold Schwarzenegger, and more. Plus, Pluto TV has hundreds of free TV channels in English and Spanish featuring TV shows, news, sports, comedy, and more all for free. Download the free Pluto TV app on your favorite streaming device, including Android and Apple smartphones. Pluto TV, drop in, watch free.
0: All right, his name is Paul Hodgkins. He's a 38-year-old crane operator from Florida, and he came up to D.C. on January 6th. And as far as I can tell, he didn't assault anybody. He didn't punch, hit, kick any cops. He didn't spay, spray beer spray bear spray on any cops he had a trump flag and a trump shirt and he walked around the capitol and uh that's trespassing and that's whatever they call it disrupting a proceeding a rarely used charge that's uh, really invoked by invoked by the by the authorities i believe in 2018 a big group of feminist protesters stormed into the senate During an official proceeding, they went down the aisles screaming about Kavanaugh being a a gang rapist. They accosted senators in the elevators, in the hallways. I believe none of them was charged with disrupting an official proceeding. Paul Hodgkins was. That made it a felony. The prosecution wanted 18 months and asked the judge to make an example of him because they have many, many more cases. They have 500 more people to, to put away. But the guy's doing eight months of prison. He'll, he'll lose his job. He'll probably lose all his money. Uh, you know, he'll he'll uh, his whole life has been turned upside down. For I believe trespassing, which happens a lot in the capital, but in this case, these are enemies of the regime. These are these are uh, people that they want to make an example of. So he's going to go to prison, and he's already been in jail for a while. But he's going to go to prison for eight months, which is less than the prosecution wanted. But I think that will set the standard. Anybody who trespassed, who walked into the Capitol when the cops you know, opened the door and, and welcomed them in, is going to do at least eight months, which is nuts. Every time I tweet about this, every time I talk about this, I hear from people saying, screw them. Screw those people. They suck. Because, you know, again, they're enemies of the, the regime. They're Trump supporters. People hate them. It is a – I don't know how you can argue that it's not a political persecution. Or, you know, a political prosecution, whatever you want to call it. It is political. What this guy did, what Paul Hodgkins did was nothing compared to what Antifa scum did all across this country for 200, 250 nights last summer, last fall, last winter. They charges for most of the Antifa criminals, including the ones who tried to set the courthouse on fire every night have been dropped. We know they were bailed out by Kamala Harris. We know the prosecution, these radical DAs are reluctant to press any charges. Rarely does any of them go to prison for even a day. And when they get bailed out, they come right back and start throwing bricks again.
1: And that's They're, the that's the thing. It's not even a comparison. You're talking about someone who's non-violent who trespassed, but did a non-violent thing versus people who were throwing bricks, throwing Molotov cocktails, lighting things on fire. Those are all violent actions. And for this guy oh, to so, serve- so you're
0: with me on this, Karano? Good, of good. I am. Yes, of course. Because a lot of people are not just because they hate the MAGA crowd. And what the guy, what many of them did, was disgusting on January 6th. And if they were smashing windows or you know uh, shoving cops, I'm I'm all for putting them in, in jail, you know, I'm, I'm all for proportion here. Again, the thing that bothers people is not necessarily the prosecution. It's the 2 tier justice system. I mean, I, I did this yesterday because it was the anniversary of uh, Ted Kennedy killing, murdering Mary Jo Kopechny. You yep. uh, know, I admit that it has always been a uh, a trigger for me to think of this fat, drunken, scumbag senator killing Mary Jo Kopechny a woman he, he didn't even know her name just some young woman he was married obviously he was screwing around he was driving drunk she they went in the water um she had plenty of time to be saved he had no interest in saving her he swam back took a nap and then started calling his you know political fix fixers and lawyers because you know there was some girl in the car he put a neck, neck brace on and pretended to be you know uh, remorseful he lost his license. I think for I don't know six months. He didn't do a day in jail. He murdered somebody and didn't do a day in jail. And the and the and the, the voters of Massachusetts sent him back to the Senate every six years until he died in two thousand and nine. An absolute disgrace to this state. A disgrace to this country. Just a vile person uh, who was elected in the landslide every year because you know people loved the Kennedys and because they like free stuff. But Didn't do a day in jail. Paul Hodgkins is going to do eight months plus for waving a flag and walking to the Capitol. That's it. And he's the first of many. And there will be many of them going to jail, doing a hard time, losing their jobs, losing their small businesses, being pariahs because they walked into the Capitol when the cops opened the doors and they strolled around. We've seen some of the video. Again, there are some violent guys. There's some vandals you know punish them punish them and 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 put them in jail that's fine but there are 500 people who are going to go to jail here 500 people who trespassed and maybe were charged with disorderly conduct who are going to go to jail probably be in solitary confinement for a good long stretch they're going to over punish hundreds of people for this just because they dared to protest against the election of joe biden just because they dared to take a stand against the regime it's going to get ugly but um there's this one person as i've said many times who covers this and if you don't follow julie kelly from american greatness you're missing something because she's done great work she talks to the family she talks to some of the, the the people who are the rioters who've been charged she gets her hands on some of the video yesterday she had an amazing tweet and it was i don't even know how you get this but she says these prisoners, the January 6th insurrectionists who are in this deplorable jail, it's a jail in D.C. It's, they're in you know really crappy conditions. Some of them have alleged abuse at the hands of the guards, but apparently it's a filthy jail in D.C. And every night at 9 o'clock, the, the deplorables who are in jail, all the insurrectionists, sing the national anthem i guess to end another boring day in jail and somehow julie kelly got a hold of the, the the audio do we have this i have
1: the, i have the audio it's it's really rough but uh, yeah. i can play if you want yeah this is this is the deplorables
0: in jail at nine o'clock each night singing the anthem together Right. That out, yeah. <laughs> you know, I, I wonder if these guys, when they get out, are going to like be on TV. Are they going to become, you know, like activists when they get out and be on Fox News or be on Newsmax and you know talk on the New York Post? Are they going to become, uh, you know, like like celebrities, personalities out there? Because there's a whole bunch of them, and they must be so bitter, just so. Wound up and ready to get out and tell their stories. Which,
1: I hope so because there's there's a lot that can be said for uh you know for for the justice system um, targeting nonviolent people. I mean there's there, this is a, a you know pretty clear example of a lot of railroading that's going on. You'll hear I've got a cut of uh, of Ryan Lucas too from NPR who was in the courtroom talking about what the judge said who wanted to make an example of of Paul Hodgkins. So I mean that that's that's not right in a nonviolent and, and, situation. And I,
0: I tweeted about this and it's amazing how many people say eight months not enough. And I'm like. It's
1: crazy. Nonviolent people don't belong in prison. Literally.
0: You know what? People like Paul Hodgkins didn't think they were really doing anything really egregious. I mean, they thought it's the Capitol. They've seen protesters. They probably saw the Kavanaugh protesters walking through the Capitol. They got a flag. They're walking through the Capitol. They're not jamming and jabbing anyone with the flagpole or smashing any windows. And they're thinking, oh, those those idiots over there vandalizing. They'll probably go to jail. But not me. I'm not doing anything. And then they find out they're going to spend, you know, the next year plus in jail. I think it was a shock to all of them. And uh, then and 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 I, I've said this before, but a year of watching Antifa scum, Black Lives Matter people uh, destroying cities on TV, you sit back and you say, "Wow, they're just destroying stores and and businesses and burning courthouses," and it just it kind of trains your mind to think that. It's not really that <laughs> that wrong to maybe, you know, whatever, kick in a window. It, these people do it every night, and none of them ever seem to do any time. There are no consequences. But they forgot that only one side is allowed to do that. Only the friends of, of Kamala and Joe are allowed to, you know, burn buildings and destroy small businesses, uh, with impunity, you can't do that if you're on the other side.
1: And you have members of Congress too. I can't remember who it was. You might. You probably have a better memory for this than I do. Saying that sometimes you need to get violent. It's like during right. the antifa protests. Like members of Congress were saying that.
0: Um, I can remember it well. Matt. I'm sure, you can. That would be that would be Ayanna Presley. Yes, that's who right. Said, we need more uprising in the streets. So, so people in Minneapolis or Kenosha who are trying to you know, run a, a shoe store and they're destroying the place turn on the TV and elected members of Congress said, we need more of that. There are no members of Congress who are really defending the January 6th rioters. Hell, at some point there has to be somebody, Ted Cruz or, or Jim Jordan has to come up and say, okay, enough. You know, they, 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 you know, they crossed the line, they committed crimes, make them pay a fine, make them do community service, but you can't put everyone who walked through the Capitol in prison for, for, a year—it just that's overdoing it. That's overreaching. No one says that. But if you put Antifa—I mean, if you even question Antifa or, Black, or God knows you question Black Lives Matter, a, a a Marxist organization that wants to defund the police and end capitalism—if you question them, then you know you're uh, you're racist or whatever. Um, but I asked this last week: are, are are any of the people in Congress or celebrities who are big BLM fans? Going to stand with them when they uh, defended the communist thugs in Cuba against the dissidents. I don't see too many people standing with Black Lives Matter on this. They'll still, you know, they'll still send the money and 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 fly their little flags or put their signs up that says BLM. But when BLM says we're with the communist uh, tyrants in Cuba, their friends are. Oddly silent. Didn't hear anything from the Red Sox organization, which loves to virtue signal and show you their Black Lives Matter banner. But didn't hear much about about Cuba from them or from any of the elected officials, as you point out, you know, although AOC said it was all the United States's fault. So the squad, you can yeah. never squad will never let you down. They hate America. You know, I mean, so-
1: have some nuance AOC like yes the embargo is a problem uh it would be better off if we traded with uh, with Cuba to try to bring them into the 21st century to try to show them what freedom's all about yes that would be better but but at the same time like this is a communist dictatorship who are walking into people's houses and shooting them in the head like we're seeing that on TV right so and, you know,
0: there's literally prisons with political oh yeah with, with dissidents in prison Torturing, mur- you know, killing them, and we have Congress people. I mean, realize, not really smart Congress people, no. real, real dumb Congress people, like AOC, saying, yeah, we're with the government of Cuba against the dissidents. I mean, it's despicable. It's crazy. And I think they'll, you know, in the long run, this will kill. I mean, they'll lose. They've already lost Florida because, there, that's these people are pretty passionate about what's going on in Cuba, and they know there's good. They know there's good guys and bad guys. And people like AOC and Elon Omar and and Ayanna are—they're are, with the bad guys.
1: I mean, would she say we're with the Taliban? Like, would she say that too? It's the same. It's equivalent.
0: I know it's or you know with the you know Soviet Union we're with. I mean,
1: we're oh, with young. She, she doesn't doesn't understand. She doesn't understand it.
0: We're with Kim Jong Un, right? <laughs> uh, but you're right. She's she's just dumb. I mean, she's just dumb, and she's but she's got a lot of influence. It's kind of an amazing thing. And uh, I mean, you can't be really bright and really well read on the subject and think uh we're with the castro regime or with the the, the you know raul castro who's there now you know, you know probably ordering the the executions yeah we're with that guy
1: although you know to, to be fair people have martyred you know che for for decades right i mean with t-shirts and stuff it's so i right? never to right? us to underestimate stupidity
0: right and they have these shirts and you know yeah, like yeah, a big yeah. Bear. It's, it, it's true and never est- us uh, est- to underestimate the the lemming factor where they're just going to follow along and say oh yeah i'm with uh, i'm with the squad or i'm with <laughs> you know blm even though what blm is doing here is anti-american anti-freedom it's it's disgusting but we'll see we'll, we'll see how that plays out hopefully you know it 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 roils, you know for a little longer in the in the dissidents um get get some support from around the world but
1: anyway um did you want to hear uh, a little bit about the from the judge though or you uh did you want to move oh on? yes let's hear from ryan lucas is quoting the judge you ready here it is i'm ready judge moss said what happened on january 6th was horrific and it did profound damage to the country's democracy and he said it is essential to send a message that the rioters actions are unacceptable but at the same time, he's sentencing only Paul Hodgkin's for his actions. And Moss said he thinks Hodgkin's made some very bad decisions on January 6th, but he doesn't think that Hodgkin's poses a threat in the future. So if he doesn't pose a threat in the future and he wasn't violent, why are you putting him in prison at all? Fine him. Are you,
0: are you supposed to, if you're a judge, I was wondering this when I was reading about this, are you is supposed to say, I need to come down hard on this guy to... Uh, deter okay. the next guy. I mean, is that supposed to be your in your purview? That I no. say, like, if I put this guy in jail and overpunish him, maybe no one. I'm pretty sure no one's going to storm the Capitol ever again. At least not in my lifetime, because they L. You know, people are re- going to be reluctant to, you know, wear a red hat just because they know they they now see their government is capable of political persecution as you know, that is they're, they're not hesitating to use the power of the full force of the U S government to come down, to persecute their enemies, the enemies of the state. I'm not sure a judge is supposed to keep that as part of, you know, his decision-making process. Ooh, I want to make sure no one does this again. Uh, I think by keeping these people in solitary confinement, some for six months, like, like the QAnon shaman, Viking man, I'm pretty sure that has served as a deterrent. Oh. There's not going to be a lot of people going in the Capitol with uh, Trump flags ever again, at least not in my lifetime.
1: No, probably not.
0: And you know what? They'll probably shoot them on sight since the cop who shot Ashley Babbitt has paid no price. They won't even name his name. So they probably whip out their uh, their weapons as soon as anyone walks through the hallway if they have a Trump flag. But anyway, um, Fauci wants three-year-olds to wear masks. I can't believe anyone listens to Fauci and Ben and Jerry's are not going to sell their ice cream in occupied Palestine. Is there anyone? I mean, these there's a little competition among these super woke corporations of how much can you know, how far can we go? This seems when you first heard this, when I heard I just laughed. I mean, talk about virtue signal. Does that really have any effect on anything anywhere at all? Nothing at all. <laughs> I mean, you said you were disappointed
1: because why you like what? Oh, fish food is a great flavor, but I if without fish. Food, I probably would uh, would stop eating ben and jerry's they're're they're, they're too they're too political for me i it, it's not that's not what I mean. I.
0: You go in a store, there's a hundred different kinds. that's true. I, ben and Jerry's might be really good, but so is you know whatever. Haagen-Dazs, right? There's all kinds of kinds. You can get some other kind. These two. I mean, it almost, and and I don't even know what this means. They're just not going to sell ice cream in Israel. Is that it?
1: I think that's what they mean, yeah. And And they call
0: uh, it Occupied Palestine. Yes, they do. (laughs) I guess, I don't even know why that's, why anyone supports that. Like, if you like their ice cream, I mean, there are people who won't buy it because they hate Ben and Jerry. But are there people who go out of their way to buy it because they hate Jews just like Ben and Jerry? Are they anti-Semitic like Ben and Jerry?
1: That's an interesting question. They might, they might be. Yeah. It no, well, seem- you're, you're having a company with no nuance. It's like there's problems in the region, right. on both right. sides, it's like have some nuance.
0: Right. Uh, you know what? I'm not going to eat Ben Jerry's. I don't remember last time I've eaten Ben Jerry's, but I'm not going to start now. How's that? Fine. I'm not going to start now and I'm not going to renew my subscription to, um, uh, Sports Illustrated, which I wasn't going to do. Big day and, and, and I'm going to continue to follow Brandy Love because you know, I have to, she's a political commentator she's kind of a an influencer so i have to occasionally she tweets out hardcore pornography but you know that's the price you have to pay if you want to follow all the big social media influencers out there but uh all right karana we will leave it there you i don't know where these people come from i don't know who they are but after your first day yesterday first official day you got so much support online on twitter on social media who are these people? Where I mean, these, these are these surf, your surfing friends? Are these libertarians? Are these quantum weak people? Who are they?
1: I haven't even. I think there's a lot of Minifans, some quantum weak folks, and a, some of the libertarian people. I haven't even tapped the libertarian group. You watch what's going to happen Ooh, when, when that starts getting fun.
0: I thought the Minifans didn't like you. I thought that's why the Cullinan was their choice. They liked
1: him. No, there's a small group of Minifans that uh, he plays nice with that I, I have no patience for. And they do like most it. Minifans like me. They do, yeah. No, they don't like me because I, I just won't play. Ga- I'm not going to play troll games with them.
0: Oh, that's what it takes you. Gotta, I don't. I don't. I don't play troll games with them either. But no. uh, I, you know. It, <sighs> Who has
1: time? Who has All that time? Is they're, they're not even like I, they're, they're not even a part of I. You never see any of that stuff anyway. So it's, it's, uh, that, that's fine. No, I have a lot of Minifan, uh, fans. So do you, I think. Oh, sure. Yeah. Millions of them. Millions Great. of them.
0: Um, but, uh, we'll see how that goes. We'll see how long they, you know, stay with us. Yeah. <laughs> I guess. We'll they turn quickly. Uh, Carano, I was going to say Colin, they'll turn quickly on him too. All right, it is six minutes. T minus six minutes till the Bezos rocket heads into space and out of this atmosphere. Uh, I'm, you know, I'm paying attention. I guess that's more than I usually do when these uh, spaceships take off and all the space nerds get all excited. Um, it's uh, the old lady. It's all strapped in a place. The kid from where's he from? The Netherlands. All strapped in and ready to go. You know what? I think this is like flying, you know, uh, flying a shuttle to New York. I think this is really routine. I don't think anyone's all that nervous. I don't think it's going to blow up. I don't think there's going to be any disasters. I think they know exactly what they're doing. So did. So did Branson. So does Musk. I don't think this is that bold. I really don't. This is just a little play thing. Walk in the park. Yep, just a little play thing. It's like being in a kid's bouncy house at a birthday party. They just jump around in the atmosphere, out of the atmosphere for a couple minutes, and come on back. And everyone's going to say, "Isn't it wonderful?" Oh, he's so bold. He's like a, he's like a modern day, you know, what, Alan Shepard or Neil Armstrong? I, I, I don't can't know.
1: wait till we shoot you into space. I think uh, I, I think that'll be good, good podcasting.
0: <sighs> not my, not my thing, man. Not my thing. But anyway, we wish them well. Godspeed, Bezos. All right, Carano, anything else? That'll do. That will do it uh, for today. I'm Jerry Callahan. This is the Callahan Podcast, and we will talk to you again tomorrow.
1: Why am I stopping? You, no one else stops.
0: I don't. I, can I go home? The Jerry Callahan Podcast.
1: Good morning, good afternoon, and good night, and welcome to T-Pain's
0: geico presents motorcycle word of the day today's word is tank slapper is a tank slapper used to describe a handlebar wobble or is it a motorcycle joke that is so funny
1: you just have to slap the gas tank with your hand as you laugh as in Oh, man, Daryl told me a great joke last night. It was hilarious. It was something about a dog wearing sunglasses. I wish I could remember. It was a real tank slapper.
0: Geico Motorcycle. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more.